name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. What's up, Chief? What's up? What's up, boss? I have a pet peeve. I don't want to go into a store and have some jag off behind the cash register say, what's up, Chief? What's up, boss? Or my least favorite, what's up, sport? Okay, so let's. I'm going to dissect that for five seconds. Chief and boss, he knows I'm not his chief and I'm definitely not his boss. Okay, I've been a boss. I've never been a chief. Uh, honestly, I've, I've, I've been offered a chiefdom, but I, it's a lot of pressure, right? But I'm also, he knows I'm not his chief or his boss. So that's, that's his way of, I don't even know. Work, he should work that out in therapy between him and his therapist. Okay, so, but sport is like the opposite. He's like, what's up sport as if I'm his 11-year-old son. Also not true. I'm also not true. How about this? Hi, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Will you be paying with check or credit card? Credit card. Let me insert the chip. End of transaction. That's all I need from a cashier. I don't need the chief boss sport. I don't need it. I don't want it. Keep it to yourself. On that note, let's discuss diet soda, shall we? My uh, friend, Gus, he's my friend, Gus. My friend, I've got a friend named Gus. He's probably listening to this and he's going, oh, for the love of all that's holy, Sid. Mm. He gave me an article out of the San Francisco Chronicle. And this is unfortunately true. I just, I, sometimes I read these things and I'm like, is this the onion? Is this the satirical newspaper called The Onion? Because this is like that. Uh, court finds soft drinks diet label, not false weight loss ad. Okay. The court said that the diet label on soft drinks is not false advertising. It's not a weight loss ad. Okay. So here's, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to belabor this whole article because it's, it's so ridiculous that it's comedic, but not because it's true. You know what I'm saying? A soft drink label that, in, that I'm reading from them is from the... Um, from the article written by Bob Agelko. I don't know if that makes a difference. It does to me. A soft drink label that includes the word, quote, diet, diet, Dr. Pepper, or diet, quote, uh, Coke, for example. They had to give examples because otherwise we'd be like, well, why, like what? Um, isn't a promise to help you lose weight or keep it under control. So the court said um, that it's, it, it, the court said a diet label, quote, refers specifically to the drink's low calories content. It does not convey a general weight loss promise. So why would it, if it's promising lower calories, how in the world would somebody correlate lower cal calories with weight loss? That's crazy. I was being facetious. Do you see how that's kind of crazy? Okay, but then here's the other side of the crazy. Uh, there's a woman filed lawsuits, quote, she did not receive what she paid for because of the deceptive advertising. She proposed a class action on behalf of all Californians who had bought the beverage since October 13th. She didn't get what she paid for. She bought diet Dr. Pepper Shazam soda so that she could lose weight. And she didn't lose weight. I don't even know. That's not fair. It's ridiculous on both sides. And I'm going to side with the, with, the, with the soda companies on this one only because there's, the diet thing is crazy, but it's least like, yeah, low calorie. They're not lying about that. But she's the dumber one. Sorry, she's the dumber one in this. She's let's thin the herd. Okay, if you buy Diet Coke because you think that's going to make you lose weight, then you should not be able to buy diet soda. Okay, all right. Can we just? That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, on a pers 
totally nutritional actual level, things with NutraSweet, aspartame, diet sodas in general actually cause an increase in appetite sometimes. They're not a diet. They're not a thing. Okay. Here's what, here's how weird I am. If somebody's like, Sid, I'm drinking soda and that's it. I'm drinking freaking soda. I'm going to say, drink regular Coke instead of diet Coke. That's how cuckoo I think diet sodas are because of the fake stuff. I don't think works. It, it does more damage. Do I think co regular Coke is healthier? Yes, I do. Do I think it's healthy? Nope. I think it's healthier. I think approaching the natural. What? Yes. A reference to my last podcast and first book. Boom. Nailed it. Right on in the, right on in the content. It's more natural. Is it good for you? No. But I said, you're the one that said you're not going to drink anything but soda. You said that. I didn't say that. You said, I'm only going to drink soda. So what I said is then drink the stuff that actually has something that your body can digest and not something that is made on freaking Neptune. That's all I'm saying. I think that's a reasonable standpoint from which I will stand. Um, I have to make an, a little bit of apology. You know, my rule of this new podcast and new by 73 episodes in, is it not really new anymore? I know. Was that I wasn't going to do a lot of announcements and I don't, and I barely do any. Actually, the rule was no announcements. I've kind of broken that a little bit. Last week, I crept into the announcement realm a little bit more. It was still, I'm not kidding, maybe two minutes, but it was my own thing. I don't want that. So I'm, this is quicker stuff. So here we go. Check the show notes for upcoming stuff. Thank you to people who support me on Patreon. It is the support that keeps my work coming. It is real. I'm not kidding. And thank you for the reviews that are still coming. Thank you so much. Very flattering and nice. Thank you for lying on my behalf. I don't think you're lying. Mm. More on that in a minute. I gave a talk last week uh, at the Rotary, the one in Fort Bragg, I live in Old Town, between Mendocino. Well, I live between Mendocino and Fort Bragg, but my address says Fort Bragg. That's so important. Anyway, so I did the Fort. So this guy saw me speak at this one thing, and he goes, "Hey, I want you to come speak at the Rotary." And and again, like very nice. And I said, "Yes, that would be fine." And then I so and then I go, "Why am I?" It's I always go, "Why am I?" Because I don't. I don't really get, this is going to sound totally like selfish. I don't get anything from it. And, and, and that's fine. Like I don't mind talking the talk and, and talking the philosophy and everything, but I'm so busy that I'm more loath to get myself involved in things where there's like zero benefit, you know, like no promotion. Don't buy, nobody buys books as I can't sell them at this particular kind of thing. So it's sort of, I'm sort of twisted and turned on it. They offered me lunch, but I didn't want to eat. And it was like this crappy restaurant. I had a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? Like it was just, there was literally just like, okay, but it was a 20 minute talk and there were some questions and so fine. So I was talking about, um, you know, restriction and healthy living, you know, the thing I, the things I talk about, how it's not a, a you know, a fringe kind of health, health is a natural state, you know, you guys know, right? So I had just talked about the fact that, and I find this interesting to this day, that, that nutrition is one of those subjects where everybody has an opinion, but few are actually studied in it. Like everybody speaks up about nutrition. Everybody can tell you what you should be eating and shouldn't be eating. And rare is it that anybody's even read a freaking nutrition book, much less one that has any kind of non-financial backing, if you know what I mean. I also made a racist comment in a cooking class, which I'll share with you at the end because I'm going to talk about racism. Okay. And so, um, and so, uh, remind me when I get to the end, just raise your hand and go, Sid, you were going to say the thing about the, the racist thing you said, and then I'll remember to do that. Okay. So I just got finished saying nutrition is one of these subjects where more, more opinions about everything with no real knowledge. It's in, it's insane. Then I did a quick primer, which I'll do 
on nutrition. And I can literally teach most people everything they need to know about nutrition in less than 10 minutes. I'm not even kidding. We are overthinking this thing and listing the crap out of nutrition in a way. The top 10, 7, 12, dozen. So I go through this whole thing and I give them the thing. And people are asking good questions. It's great. This one woman raises her hand. Okay. Now she's, she said she is about my age. I'm 51. She said, I'm about your age. Totally out of shape, totally overweight. Okay. By the way. So just, again, I'm, am I body shaming? I'm saying don't speak up about nutrition unless you were living the example. If you're healthier than I am, I got, I'm going to listen to you. If you're not shut, please shut up, please. She goes, so somebody said, what's the healthiest thing? She raised her hand. She goes, oh, that'd be low carb vegetables low carb vegetable. I'm like, what did you, but it, I go, I'm, I, I go, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be frank. That's not true. Low. I don't even know of a low carb. I actually don't even know of a low carb. I mean, spinach is like 40% protein. Yes, it is. In case somebody's arguing with me, go ahead and email me. I'll tell you the facts on it. Okay. 40% protein. Okay. 60, almost 60% is carbohydrate. That's like a high, super high protein, uh, leaf vegetable thingy. But like most, still mostly carbohydrates. So I'm not even sure what she's talking about. I think what she's talking about is the keto diet and they eat vegetables because there's not very many carbs, but there are a lot of carbs in vegetables. It's just that the quantity that people eat isn't enough calorically to make a dent in their stupid keto thing, which has no long-term studies. Don't get me freaking started on keto diet, okay? I'm just saying if the vegetables aren't low carb, they just don't carry enough calories of anything to make a dent, okay? So you eat your big slab of steak and you have seven calories of spinach. No, it's not going to throw you out of keto. Okay. My single malt scotch that I'm drinking right now, totally not keto. Totally not. And I'm better for it. Um, so this week I was thinking about the, um, actually I have a few announcements to make. No, I don't. You guys, did you fall for that? The title of this episode is we want it all. And I'm not going to go, actually, this is not a very long episode. You want to know why? Because I'm just in this in this place of thinking about all the things, all the contradictions that exist in the world. It's, it's, it's what I'm looking at is the internet. And of course I always say social media too, but the internet, how much it, it gets us to think we can have it all that. And this isn't by the way, quick fix thinking that's like have it all as fast as possible. This is like a suspension of logic. It's like, so it's these things. We we want to be healthy, but eat the same shit that we've always eaten. We don't want to change our diets, but we want to be healthy. So we look for something that's going to say, keep eating, put cream in your coffee and eat bacon and you're good. And we go, thank you. Suspension of reason, of skepticism, of like, that sounds too good to be true. At least let me look at it for more than one minute. Just, it's a little suspect. We don't have that anymore. We're losing that. We want to get six packs sick pack abs, but only spend 10 minutes a day on a DVD. We want to have a sexual, a successful relationship, but we don't want to do the requisite work on ourselves and on the relationship. We want to phone it in, but we don't want to have a sexual, successful relationship. I keep saying successful, but there's some Freud like, hello, this is interesting that you say sex when you're talking about the relationship. We want to find the perfect match. We're pissed that we can't find somebody to love and that we love equally without doing, again, the freaking requisite work on ourselves. 
We can't, we want it all, but we want to have it all without what we know deep down it takes to get that. And we are doing things that are in opposition to the thing that we want. We want the perfect match, but we're not going to do the work on ourselves. We're going to blame it on society and blame it on this and blame it on these people and blame it on how stupid women are and how stupid men are and how this and that. We want to blame it on all these things. And we don't turn in and say, oh, I need to do this fix. I need to keep doing this fix. Not a quick fix. I need to do an actual fix on this. We want everybody to be treated equally, but at the same time, we want to make sure we are constantly pointing out the differences in groups as much as possible. Highlight those things. I want to make sure that I'm treated equally, but I'm going to highlight how different I am than you and you than me, and then and then be act surprised that that somebody's going to behave uh, uh, to me as if I'm not an individual. Oh well, I gosh, well, I wonder why that is. We are losing the ability to understand the breadth and width of the things that we want such that we don't do the things that it takes to actually get those things. We want it all without what it takes to get it all. Okay. That's a negative. That's a bummer, Sid. That's a bummer podcast, a bummer podcast. So let me finish up with a side note because I saw that you raised your hand. Thank you. Because I was going to forget about that. I was teaching a cooking class last Friday, really nice group of people, four people, four, two couples. Okay. Um, and I think there were couples. Yeah, there were couples. Anyway, man and woman and two men, I believe they were in a, in a thing. Okay. So we're all sitting and, and, and funny and like intelligent. So we, we did the class and then we're hanging out and I went over time cause they were, I was just having it. Sometimes it's just like fun to, and I'm just in a conversational and we're just ha- going back and forth. Anyway. So they started asking me about nutrition questions and everything else. And I said, look, and, and the woman made a totally good point. She's like, which I've you know thought about and said a million times, but it's like she said, so hard to parse through all the conflicting information out there. And people, you know, when you're talking to somebody in general, they read a study that's funded by so and so and everything else, and it's really hard. And I said, well, I agree with you, and that's why I try to really, really simplify the subject of nutrition because it's actually not that complicated. And I think people are partly getting too deep, so they're going into research in a heavy, heavy way, but that's a rabbit hole that is really hard for just the general person, not because of intelligence, but just because we're living normal lives, to spend enough time in research to really, I mean, really parse that out. That's my job. I do it, but that's not for generally people. And by the way, I don't do it day to day because I also am a human being and a father and a husband living a a pretty darn regular life. So we were just having a good conversation about that. And I said, you know, and the thing is, is when you look at studies and you look at people, I said, I'm very skeptical of anybody, you know, associated with, you know, some sort of backing with some sort of, you know, company or some sort of industry. I said, if you notice, you know, the like guys like me, the men and women who are sort of talking this plant-based talk, most, if not all, I'm sure, I don't want to say all, most of the bigs, we're selling books and we're doing that, but we're not a, we're not backed by an industry. I said, well, you know, I don't have a broccoli council funding me. And as I said that, the one this one guy leans over to the other guy and he goes, well, actually, there's way more money in cauliflower. And I said, well, that's because cauliflower is white. And that's the racist thing I said in a cooking class. You didn't think cooking classes could go racist, but I just made a racist thing. Now, as I heard myself say it for the first time, I thought, this may not be the best thing ever, but then they all cracked up. Mm. Success. Did you guys know that food racism exists? It's a horrible problem. It's a horrible, horrible problem. I have been, I have, I have discriminated against broccoli. I'll be honest because it's green. 
Okay, I've, I've discriminated against it because it's green. I, I'm okay. I'm in, I'm growing, and I, I'm sure that years from now, I'm going to be asked to host the Oscars, and they'll look back and they'll say, you're not hosting anymore because you made a racist comment about, against broccoli, and that was not okay, and we're not forgiving you, and this is cancel culture, and even though it happened 10 years ago on a podcast uh, not listened to by very many people, uh, you are not going to host the Oscars, and I will be like, "That's I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm going to finish up by talking about the Oscars. And um, there was an Oscar announcement, and I read this, uh, this, this piece. And the writer says, Oscar announcements came out, and it was basically all white and all male. Two white, two male. Two white and two male. Now, jo- Joaquin Phoenix is up for Best Actor. I haven't seen Joker, and I heard it's great. And he's one of my favorites, and he's, by the way, he's plant-based. And white, so you do the math. It's correlation. Um but but he's a phenomenal actor. I mean, can we just can we just can we? No, we can't. No, we can't. You wonder why? Because he's too white and he's too male. She made a point to point this out. And I just want to be clear. However you feel about all this kind of stuff, that is a racist and a sexist comment. By definition, that is a racist and a sexist comment. Here's why. Because she is pointing out the racism, the race, and the sex. Too white and two male. This is very, very dangerous. Now, you may be thinking, yeah, well, white people have had it good. Okay, fine. That's your opinion, and that's fine. I'm just saying that what she said by definition of racism and sexism, grouping people by color of their skin, skin, grouping people by their gender, is racist and sexist. That is true. That is a fact. But what bothers me is the implication, and let's be honest about this, when she says two white and two male, the implication is that the judges who nominated these people are sexist and racist. And the thing is, is they could be. I don't know them. Like I said a few episodes ago, I don't know. They could be, but their implication is there. And I think I'm going to relate this somewhat to empathy. We are losing the ability to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. We assume because somebody is different than we are, they're not the same sex or they don't look enough like us. I, I mean, we none of us look exactly the same, except for twins or whatever, but I mean, mostly. But if they don't look enough, I mean, there's a line there. Like you you look too much. I mean, everybody looks different than I do. My son's got red, red hair, but that's not enough different for most people. Like, oh, he's enough the same. So we're going to group him as the same because he's enough of the same. But boy, if he had different color skin, well, well. And so we don't, we, 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 we group them and we lose the ability to, to empathize with people who we perceive are too different from us to share any kind of experience as if we cannot feel the same things that other human beings feel if we're lumped in a group that is significantly enough different than to, to, to prevent that from happening. I think that's extremely sad. It's an empathy gap in our culture. And I think the internet has just inflamed that. But I think there's an empathy empathy gap. I think we are so quick to jump on that identity kind of thing that we we immediately group. And I think there's a certain amount of naturalness about that, like tribal kinds of things. It's just been heightened in a way that I think is really, really negative. We are, as a culture, always on the attack. We're always on the attack. And not just, a, and here's the, here's the thing that makes me the saddest and and why I keep coming back here um, to do this podcast and my videos and everything else is because I, again, I want the ideas and the philosophy and the ethics. I want the thought. I want you guys to think about stuff. 
we're not just assuming the worst in people. We're actually looking for it. I walk. I talk. I do what I do. Nothing is wrong. It all makes sense. I do what I do. Life just goes by, that's what they say, but I don't want to buy. I stop, left now, right, the front door swings wide. Days run, one into one, till the fabric wears thin. Left now 